This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Celine from Sex with Baddies. But first, a little bit from us, because I'm Reed <laughs> and I'm Florence. See, I was way smoother this time. <laughs> <laughs> on the we re-record just, we just had to re-record this bit because reed's mic wasn't turned on <laughs> stupid uh, nice <laughs> nice so one tech issues yeah, human check we're still sitting here in a british heat wave so yeah. excuse the sweat dripping off our foreheads as we sit here without any air conditioning and without any fans and all our windows closed all the windows closed currently 31 degrees in in my bedroom it's probably the same oh. as yours Actually, it's 28 degrees in here. What? Yeah, I'm a little bit cooler than you this time. I don't know how. The fuck? <laughs> Shit. I'm still sitting here with COVID. Um, I've just got my sense of smell slowly coming back, which is interesting. Oh, it's been really interesting. I've, I lost it for like two or three days. And I thought it would be scary, but it actually wasn't. It was really interesting. I kind of made it into like a science experiment. And I was like trying all these different things that... I was oh, like, yeah. can I taste this? Can I smell this? Can did I do you, this? Did you have a shot of apple cider vinegar? I couldn't open the bottle, Florence. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I tried. She I needs a sister, man. She I needs a, a man. I need a man. Uh, you know, fucking, what is this 21st century? No. Like, I was like I was like to my sister, Flynn, can you open the bottle? She's like, I actually can't. We're, we're, we're stuck. We don't know how to open this bottle. So yeah. Oh no, that's so annoying. Yeah, but I have been drinking kefir, which is like off Greek yogurt. That's the only thing I can describe Ooh. the kefir uh, but i've been drinking that like fucking happy as larry um what and yeah that's great it, it's just it's really interesting um yeah. things like taste so i can still taste like sweet and and sour and um oh. salt but like it's not even like the real taste you know it's like a very different version and so drinking yeah. like coffee or um i don't know coconut milk or eating my food is so bizarre and it's just uh, fascinating I've been fascinated by it well at least it's slowly coming back that's a good sign yes some it is. people it hasn't been coming back for so. yes you're supposed to keep smelling familiar smells so I've got some uh, some of my oldest most favorite perfume on and I keep going to my wrist to sniff it and before oh. Florence was like are you just sniffing your skin <laughs> yeah I was like what are you doing mate? obviously smells really bad they're real like, bad <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, should we talk about sex? Because you know, I could like, I could like suck the dirtiest dick. I could like drink the the most disgusting cum, and it wouldn't even phase yeah. me, mate. Oh my god, yeah, you could swallow cum all day, all fucking day, all mate. Fucking day. All day. <laughs> Give it a head for days. Head for days. <laughs> well, I can't because also I'm in fucking isolation <laughs> yeah, until Monday, um, and I can't have sex until Thursday. Because oh of these God antibiotics me. I want. I don't know, fuck, fuck my life, fuck me, fuck me very much. I, so. What I was thinking that we could chat about is yeah. um, something that you were talking to me about recently. Actually, we were both talking about the fact that we don't wear bras anymore. Yes. Um, and this is like a recent thing because of COVID, being in lockdown. Like everyone has just got used to not wearing bras. And we've realised that how uncomfortable they are and like how it's so much better not wearing bras. And especially as it's like a heat wave, everyone's been out there, tits out basically for everyone. Yeah. And 
and for doing you were saying that you still wear a bra when you go over to your mum's house and that was quite yes. interesting yes okay I'm wearing a bra now because I wore a bikini yesterday um because it was really hot and I was like mm, okay I'll try this bra and I fucking hate it I wish I didn't put it on today it's horrible uncomfortable Oof. tight not cool but I still go I still wear a bra when I go to my parents house and I wear a bra if I'm seeing like somebody that I feel like might feel uncomfortable seeing my boobs. Not yeah. because I feel uncomfortable, but I don't want to make them uncomfortable, if that makes sense. That's really interesting. Yeah. And I, as I like walk down the street without a bra on and things like that, I see a lot of people looking at my boobs. Yeah. Or like if I'm on the tube, just like guys, mainly guys, just can't help but look. They literally can't help. But it's like, I can see them trying so hard to look at your face, but it's like their eyes keep darting to to your tits. And it's almost like uh, you can't even be angry at them because they're no. they're trying really hard. Same, especially like in the workplace uh, and you're in an office environment. I don't know, I've done it before and I don't know whether it's an obsessive compulsive thing, but I've definitely looked at like cock before and like looked at somebody's oh. like dick line a lot to the point where I'm like, they can fucking see me looking at looking their cock at a lot trying to talk to them and be normal and I keep fucking like glancing at it and I'm like oh Jesus and that must be what it feels like like you can't help it it just happens you're like don't look at the cock oh god oh god I did it again oh wait no no stop 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 okay look at the eyes look at the uh, the cock and it's just like fuck <laughs> uh, why yeah, it's, a, it's a bit it's a really odd experience and I think I wonder how people are feeling about everyone suddenly not wearing bras and whether it's actually making people uncomfortable. But at the same time, it's like, they only feel uncomfortable because it's not normal. Yeah, and it's not normalized. Worn, like women have been made to wear bras for yeah. years and years and years because men designed bras for women to wear because it appealed for them, basically. Yeah. And yeah, also, it wasn't about I, I do have to say, um, if you do have bigger breasts, you will want to wear a bra because mm -hmm. it's actually uncomfortable not wearing a bra. But if, you're, if you've got the small titties, wearing a bra is like kind of pointless. Hell, even if you have the big titties, it's, it's all, it is really down to what feels comfortable to you. And if wearing a bra isn't comfortable, there's no point. But I do want to know if there's actual science behind, you know, when you're actually, your breasts are growing and they always say, mm. oh, a starter bra, a trainer bra. And they're always like, oh, you need to wear this for the shape. Is that really true? Or does everyone's no. breasts just grow in the shape that they're gonna fucking grow? Yeah, that's so not true. Right? I really doubt that. It's it's basically when when you start sexualizing a woman, I feel. Right. Yeah, that you would get make to that sense. Age and it's like, okay, so you are gonna start to be seen now as a woman instead of a child. So we must cover that part of you So up. we must cover you. Yeah, because I remember it being like a rite of passage. Like you go mm. to the bra shop, you get measured, you find out what boobs you are with your mum. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I, yeah, I, I just remember it being like an exciting thing, but also like, I hate wearing a bra. My mum never wear a bra, never yeah. wore a bra. I just, um, so I don't I know where it's come from. But ages everyone yeah. else in the changing rooms at school had boobs they were wearing like proper bras i had like do you remember those vests that weren't like half vests basically yeah, like cute crop vests mm -hmm. and they i had like little snoopy ones i wore Aww, but still it's like this is that's also a weird thing as well because i was a child who didn't have boobs yet but i felt like i had to cover my breasts yeah cover with your nipples yeah how mad because is that? nipples are sexualized what the fuck? This is messed up, man. Especially because I remember spending so much money on on underwear. Mm. So much. And being in so much pain. And at the end of the day, when you take off your bra, like, mm, like you shouldn't have yeah. to feel like that. You just, 
You should just have free titties. And especially when it's a heat wave, those yeah. fucking things are sweat fests. Yeah, swollen. And I, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, I feel like I get, I used to get embarrassed about the hard nipple being seen through your clothes. Yeah. And because that was, again, seen as a very sexualized thing when it's like, it's absolutely not. Like a hard nipple can mean a multitude of different things. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean I, you're turned on. I think I... I get more embarrassed not having a hard, ni- hard nipple because in a my sexual boobs... situation, yeah. No, but like when I'm like walking around and stuff, if my boobs look like you know when they're like a bit warm and they look like little soft pi- pyramids. Yeah, <laughs> because I've got pyramids. Small boobs. But that is that porn. Is that every time we watch porn or every time we see someone sexualizing a nipple's mm. hard, we assume that that is like sexy because yeah. I was exactly the same. My boobs in front of another person and being like they're not hard, they just look like yeah. fat and hideous. And of course, mm-hmm. that's not the way it is like when you're actually aroused your nipple your actual like nubbin is hard but the rest of your areola is is soft because you're warm you're flush full of like blood and good chemicals and and warmth and if you're actually like not horny you know if you're just cold then yeah your nipple's hard but that's not real horn that's just like pretend horn i remember just being like my nipples are mostly hard all the time i remember like I mean, obviously, because I have OnlyFans, I upload a lot of tit pics. Yeah, but... And everyone's always like, oh, your nipples are always so hard. And I was like, I'm not turned on every single time I take pictures for OnlyFans as yeah. much as they like to feel that I am. I mean... But, like, I think my imagine. nipples are generally just hard most of the time anyway, unless it's a heat wave. <laughs> or, or we just... All nipples are hard. Like, as in... That's yeah. just the way that, like, the nubbin is actually like, no, because mine's definitely not hard. Mine's like soft and sultry. Mine's super right now. soft right now. Yeah, because of the warmth. Anyway, that's it's so warm in here. Really interesting subject, like nipples. Isn't and, it? and also, like, the workplace clothing etiquette, I always think it's fa- like, fascinatingly yeah. horrible. So, would it, it wouldn't be okay to go to work without a bra on? For most offices, I don't think so. I think, I feel like if you went in someone's gonna have someone's gonna be like can you wear more appropriate clothing something that would ridiculous. be mad. that would be i've i've had that before where i've worked. have you yeah when i was uh, to be fair i was wearing tiny tiny little outfit it was tiny it was like tiniest shorts and tiniest and they had the aircon on and i was like guys can we turn the aircon down and they were like well you need to dress more appropriately yeah no i was like you fucking what <laughs> you what mate? you what mate all right quit next month <laughs> But yeah, anyway, moral of that story is don't wear a bra. Yeah. It's great. Burn your bras, <laughs> unless you need to, because you've got big, beautiful boobs. Anyway, I'm so excited to get Celine on the podcast. So Woo! let's bring her in. Hey. That's hot. Celine, welcome. Hey. What's up, girl? Our first guest over from America as well since our relaunch as well. So that's Woo! really exciting. Oh, so excited. <laughs> and we absolutely love what you put out there and your ethos. So please tell our lovely listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Of course. Well, thank you for having me. So, yes, yeah, so you all, my name is Celine, also referred to as Coach Batty. I'm a pleasure positive <laughs> sex educator and coach. And I encourage people to understand the importance of experiencing the full the fullness of humanity so and a large part of that is our pleasure our power yeah and having the audacity to be your true self and not giving a fuck what people hey, think Ooh, we love i it. love that what's mm-hmm. what does 
What does inner stand mean? Inner stand is like understanding who you are on the inside um, instead yeah. of trying to Aww. understand the whole world. And no, no, inner stand yourself first and then the world, you know, then you can figure out what the hell the world got going on because. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's I all related like, to like you, right? Personally, yeah. and how you perceive the world and your perception. So yeah, that makes so much sense. I think that's a really good thing to say as well. I think I personally really need that right now as well to inner stand rather than understand because I think as well like we're all going through such an odd time at the moment with our mental health like being through this pandemic that's lasted like way over a year and we're all kind of like wondering what the purpose of life is and we're all kind of floating around in our limbo states and it's I think it it does go back to inner standing rather than (laughs) understanding what's going on so you started sex with baddies how long have you been doing it for um I've been doing it for like a year and a half um, it feels like a long time because I feel like I've been talking about sex and condoms and cum for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> the the three best topics. Right, right. So, um, but it's been about a year and a half, like a solid, yeah. About Amazing. That. How come you started it? So, okay. what I think, honestly, I just got fed up of people being mad that I was this liberated, sexual, dope person, whatever, I don't know. (laughs) Like, you know, like, like it just seemed like some people are just always intimidated when you have just such a bright personality or like when you're doing shit for yourself and you just, you're just there, out there. People can react really badly to it as well. And like, you can get a lot of hate for it. Um, especially when it's about sex because people people recoil in horror if they're not that comfortable and confident about sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of like pro- projecting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I just I just made the decision to make more people upset and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> but even more people proud and inspired because I realize that people yes. are really inspired by the work that we do, you know. But there's also people who are upset. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to make you more upset because I'm going to keep being more raw and real. And that's just who I am. So. So, Celine, where are, where do you gain your confidence from? Ooh, that's a really great question. Um <laughs> It is. It is. It's a unique one. But I would say I gain my confidence from like, I always say this, just enjoying the pleasures of life. Um, All of it, all of the pleasures of life. And I feel like it makes me just more connected to my environment, what I love, what I like, what I don't like, what I just know. So I just think it makes me it makes me feel whole. It makes me feel like I understand myself. It makes me feel like um, I can go into a, I don't know, a public space and know that I am safe in myself and I'm not worried about other people, what they're feeling about me. Cause I know what makes me happy. I know what makes me feel good. It's just under, I just think my main thing is just understanding who you are. And then the confidence just like comes out. Like, because once you accept yourself, and that's one of the things that I'm really big on is that radical self-acceptance. Once you start to, Mm -hmm. like, really understand what that is and develop that, it's just you become more of you and then you be you be okay with that. And then that's where that confidence because it's it's confidence is for me. I call it authentic confidence Mm -hmm. because it's however you act or however, whatever, however you come off to society. But it's uniquely you. (laughs) What's radical acceptance? Radical self-acceptance? Yeah. So basically just accepting yourself under any any means necessary. Like, mm-hmm. 
just accepting all of you and mm. the good, the bad, the ugly, just all of that. And just being like, you know what? Sometimes I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm a bitch, you know, and and some people may confuse that with, oh, you're mean. It's just like, no, I'm I'm a bitch that has boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay, I need to accept that about myself, that I'm a bitch that has boundaries. Like, you cannot you cannot cross my space if I don't really want you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain yeah. things that it's like, okay, if I don't want that, no, you're not coming into my space. So it's just like, when it comes to like accepting oh, yourself and just that the, ra- the radical is just doing, radical means just do, doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm accepting myself because this is who I am, right? Mm. So, yeah. So many of us are like people pleasers as well, myself yeah. included. Mm. So, I and it finds, it, it just, it's so hard to accept those things about yourself. Like, I remember having a conversation with my old um, housemate and she said something really like, nasty about like how I am like with my friends yeah. and I was just like wait like w- w- what and like it was it really like it like hit me quite hard because I was like wait but I like you know I just want everyone to like me and like I'm always there for people and I just want to please people like how have you like then taken from me that I do negative things towards my friends and it took me a little bit um I even made a post about it on my Instagram, I think, that was like, you know what? It's actually okay to be a wanker sometimes um, because you can't be nice to everyone all the time. Like sometimes you are a bitch because you've got to like, you know, it's like what you said, there are boundaries there. But I think it takes like, for me, all those things really go in waves as well. So there'll be moments where I feel like so self-confident and like really feel like, all those things won't bother me. And then it will get to other points. And so actually what I'm feeling recently as well, was just like, actually like I hate myself at the moment. And like, you know, when you look in the mirror, I don't feel happy with myself. Like I don't feel confident in any clothes that I put on, like no matter what it is. Um, and it's kind Thank of just saying like- that, Florence, cause that's, that's a really hard thing to, to say and, and talk about and admit. Yeah, well, it's just my reality at the moment, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, boo. Yeah, and we we all we all are going through different realities. Like right now, mm. I'm going through like like and it's like like you said waves. Um, I'm yeah. going through like I'm feeling like I'm not enough. I'm feeling like like damn like Imposter what am I doing? Syndrome. Like you know like mm. so it's just like and if we can understand that 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 is just a wave and mm. that we are go- it's it's just a phase. It's just a phase. Sometimes we think that that is our reality and it's like, no, but you can create it as your reality if you continue to think those thoughts and turn those into things, right? Um, yeah. So the more you think like, I am not enough, I am this, I don't look good in this close. The more you say that to yourself is the more it will become your reality. But mm-hmm. the more, well, when you shift your perspective and start speaking life into yourself. Start telling yourself, you know what, like, yes, I feel this way, because you have to allow yourself to go through things or yeah. it's going to come out in another way. So you have to allow yourself, not, I, I wouldn't really say, oh, beat up yourself, but no, just accept that you're going through a moment right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> allow yourself. And then you add the fierce compassion onto it. So the fierce compassion is, yes, I am feeling like shit right now, but it's not forever. And yeah. I'm going to get through this. Tell yourself mm-hmm. that repeatedly. Like, and that's what I do. Because th- we all go through stuff. 
Yeah, because it really feels like when you are in these moments, and I've been in them in the past, and I know that I come out of them, but when you're in them, it, it feels, feels like, like forever, this, this right? is everything, and this is just what, what I am right now. And that's when depression seeps in, mm-hmm. and like you start having like really horrible thoughts, and because you just feel like you're stuck in this moment. You're like, well, this is pointless, and it, you go mm-hmm. to dark places. But it's so important to um, rem- remember these things. What you said is amazing. Yeah. I saw a really cool thing on Instagram that was like, remember that you are like a house plant or like a plant in a garden so like when you plant a seed it's not born straight away like it takes time takes nurturing like things happen slowly and then you have to like look after it mm. otherwise it won't survive and I think it's a really beautiful metaphor for how you need to look after yourself and your mental health and yeah. it kind of reflects what you just said I've got some weird imposter syndrome at the moment because I'm happy and I feel like I haven't been happy in a long time and I'm scared it's because of I'm seeing a person at the moment and I'm scared it's because my happiness is based on how I'm desired and so I had a chat with my therapist this morning about it and um, just trying to keep aware and like the distance and and I don't I, I'm almost like I don't believe that I, I can be this happy like I feel fucking great at the moment and I'm like but when when is the rug gonna be pulled away from my feet when is it all gonna come crashing down it's like like I need to get that out of my head because that's also destructive that's not a healthy way to think I should be living in the present not worrying about the past not overthinking the future enjoying the now rather than in the back of my mind going like you're happy now but just you wait something's coming around the corner which is just yeah. a fucking horrible way to think that's not right why the fuck do we do that to ourselves yeah, why do we do that because okay so here's the thing um i've learned that depression is focusing on the past and anxiety is focusing is focusing too much on the future and then we have the present moment right so if you can when you're going through those thoughts if you can separate what is okay what am i being all down and depressed about and what am i super anxious about if you separate them right okay this is find the middle where am i right now like Mm -hmm. yes i'm feeling this way yes i'm all depressed and thinking about the past and oh i should have did this this this, 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 right and it's like yeah i'm thinking about the future like oh shit i'm too happy what is happening what is gonna happen (laughs) but it's just like okay but take a moment and think about where you are right now okay Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) like and that's that's you know that's what meditation is is to mm-hmm. build that practice of being in the present moment, just to just build that muscle so that yeah. when you are happy or when you are just alive, you can just feel okay, right? Yeah. Just Grounding yourself, okay. right? So do the things that help you get back into your own body. So whether that's going for a walk or a cycle or sitting there listening to your music and painting your nails, it's doing something that like makes you feel you without you having to think about anyone else or any other work or any other money stresses. It's just you in that being and appreciating that you're alive and you're breathing and you have your health. Um, It's fucking hard to do that. We forget. We just get so fucking caught up in everything. And we're just like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Do you do do a lot of um, kind of like self-healing meditation and like all those kind of practices? Um, yeah, and I do it in my way. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't follow anyone else's like way because then I become like, oh my god, I didn't meditate for fifteen minutes. Like, you know, and it's just like, okay, because today I only had the focus for like a minute. Okay. In minute meditations are a thing, y'all. Do not sleep yeah. on them. Yeah. Because they say breathing for a minute a day, um, you know, it helps you. So sometimes in the morning I'll listen to something like listen to um like a inspirational podcast and just have it on 
right? Mm -hmm. And just clean up my space. You know, like, that is meditation to me because I'm focusing on something else rather than the shit that I don't want to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. So once you can, like, um, just separate that, I always like to separate things because you can then compartmentalize things and not feel like everything is so terrible and you are just the terror you know just stop being like you and me like me 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 it's like no this is today you're going through something tomorrow you're going to be going through something else let's do Mm -hmm. that so when it comes to meditation and and all that and mindfulness it just helps you be able to like when you are sitting in the present you can like be like okay right now i am in the i am actually enjoying the present moment right now like sometimes you have to like remind yourself like oh shit like even us talking right now like a a a moment of my i call it like moment of mindfulness like right now we are on a podcast you have a very successful podcast i am now a guest on this successful ass podcast (laughs) and you know like we are here together enjoying you know our moment yes reed we know you're going through stuff you know yes florence we understand (laughs) you're going through stuff and i'm going through stuff but we're here right now taking this hour to just talk about stuff that people love to hear moment of mindfulness you know if you can just do that more throughout your day you will feel less shitty about your life (laughs) yeah become like a nature you don't have to think about it anymore yes wow you're so inspirational yeah like you say such great like powerful shit i love it (laughs) thank you so much yeah it's it's definitely a lifelong work i would say lifelong never stop learning Never stop growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it's like when you grew up kind of being like, for me, I grew up kind of being an oddball, but also the person that people kind of like. So it was just like a weird middle. I was always floating in the middle. I can never connect to clicks or I was never that person. I was just always like, you know, Celine's cool, but she's also a little fucking weird. And it's like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. And then me, I, I don't really care. Honestly, I've never cared what people think. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. Because why? Why do I need to care about what you think? You are thinking about me. Why do I need to think about you? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I do agree with that. But sometimes you just can't help it. Sometimes <laughs> you it's can't. like the way that you've been brought up, the things that people have said, your circumstance, the way that your mental health is. Sometimes you rely so heavily on what other people think and you can't escape that. But we mm. just need to be on it and recognize that we do care what other people think. I'm not necessarily saying for you, Celine, but they're like... You're right. We shouldn't care because it ultimately doesn't impact us. It shouldn't impact us. And the thing is, for me, it's it's in a it's in a I won't say that I don't care what people think in a way, because it's like I do care about people. I'm a like empath, mm-hmm. empathetic person. But because I'm so like empathetic, it's like I I have to separate again. Like, yes, I care about mm-hmm. other people. And yes, I want people to love me, like me, respect me. But for my sanity, I cannot care too much. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And when there I is mean caring care- too much, yeah, yeah, like, I think it's so kind of- hard. Right, right, right. And and for me, it's like it was more so. I guess I grew up with the narrative, just like when I would say I don't care what people think, it's because like I used to be. I used to, I'm the type of person that will like start twerking in the middle of fucking nowhere and you know so and then my friends would just be like oh swing you know (laughs) well those old friends that used to do that but then I found my crowd right but then it was just like it was just like I don't but it's like I just want to be myself right now I just don't I just don't Mm want to care like you know you know that's just and I'm still like that to this day like and sometimes I do care like sometimes I'd be like okay this person is probably looking at me right now but I tell myself Okay, let them look at me. 
let them look at yeah. me you know you just start twerking again you know i start doing whatever i need to do yeah. like let and just push yourself through um those moments when you feel like you're dipping into like caring a lot or like mm-hmm. just like uh just like you have to push it through you have to dare yourself to be brave like i said have the audacity to be your true self like and it takes work (laughs) you got to push through it you really do so yeah it's really interesting what you said (laughs) about um the crowd of people around you and like Mm, the friends you keep affecting those things as well Mm. and as you said like they're old friends they're not your current friends because you found your new crowd that is more accepting and I think that that is quite often the case I think with people's confidence is it's affected by the people around you because if people are judgmental then you're going to start judging yourself yeah and that could be your authentic self you need to find the people that actually cheer you on no matter what you do tell you Mm -hmm. you're amazing if they're not doing that that if they're especially if they're putting you down it's not necessarily because you deserve to be put down it's probably coming from a place of their own self insecurities and self-esteem and and projections but Mm. then you need to take a step back if they're not holding you up and, and elevating your you in any way then just like step back find those people that do that's why communities like sex with baddies and like the instagram kind of worlds even though social media can be so toxic it can also be so amazing because you can reach out and like see and like hear from people that you do relate to and like actually do make you feel more confident because you're like oh shit they're actually you know they're on my same level my wavelength yeah the solidarity it's what we need Mm -hmm. we just we basically just need more hoes like us yeah. yeah oh yeah you're you're <laughs> you're living your best hoe life at the moment yes. right why, why should we be living our best hoe life what is I, right this? now i'm right now at the moment um i'm not living my best whole life i just aspire oh. to <laughs> in your dreams <laughs> right 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 and you know i was living my best whole life um definitely like a year mm. or two ago um, but then I found my worth, realized that these people were just fucking me and I wasn't really gaining much out of it, mm-hmm. you know, like, right. like that's, and then, and then I started, um, I ended up accidentally falling into celibacy. Oh my goodness. Oh, that was an accident. My God. How? <laughs> like one day, like woo? Because no, because I found out that I was having sex with someone to really just like, get that pleasure and like Mm. boost my self-esteem at the same time and it was just like okay like I want pleasure and I want like that attention that like you know someone desiring you and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but I was I was not seeking it from like the person that was worth it like you know I was just you know like okay like this person likes me I kind of like them. I feel safe around them enough. But I felt like after a while, I got tired of being in that like mindset of me not like I wanted to enjoy pleasure with someone who really like meets my standards. Um, Mm -hmm. And wants to have deep conversations like this before and after sex. Like, come on, wouldn't that be sexy that we just dip into sex right after this conversation? Oh, God, you need that. I didn't, I was not gaining that. And then, and then I was just like, if I meet, so I started dating and I started talking to people. And then I realized like, yo, where are the good people? Like, (laughs) where are the good people? And then then I was just like, you know what? I... I have to stop going on dates, <laughs> like, for right now. Like, you know, like, I have to figure out, like, what is what is this dating life? Like, the online dating thing wasn't working. It was just, like, you meet mm. somebody, and then they just completely, even sometimes they look different from what, what they look online. Oh, it's just, like, 
Yeah. Oh, goodness. You a slight catfish. Now I have to get through this, you know? <laughs> slight catfish. So it's I just like, that. like the dating life became like, it's just, it became so just ugh, like literally. So then I just, I took a moment and I was like, okay, I'm going to just focus on myself for a few months. Um, which I did. I focused on myself. I focused on like building my relationship with spirituality, you know, mm-hmm. and just said, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, masturbate my life away, you know, like, and that's what I did. You know, I was receiving toys from different companies and doing reviews on them and, you know, yes. just, you know, living my best inner self whole life. Yeah. yeah. In a yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so, and then now, right now, I'm actually healing through, um, uh, back surgery. Back uh, surgery. Yeah. Two back surgeries. <gasps> Sorry, it's just the healing time. The healing. It, the healing oh, time. Fuck. Yeah. The healing time, and um, and basically, I had like a a herniated disc, bulging oh. disc, and it was like, like just causing some nerve damage, and then one day it just totally. I don't know if it hit something, something, whatever, but it just totally yeah. like shut down my legs. So, like, I have numbness going all down my legs, so I can't even walk. Like, I have to learn how to walk again. Fuck. It's a lot. Like, right now, like, I have to walk with the walker and go through, you know. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Jesus. And you know what? I appreciate your apologies, but you know what the most sorry thing is right now? Mm. I don't have feelings in my genitals. No! Oh, God. That must be so traumatic. Right, we... Listeners, just letting y'all know, we all look You're distressed like, right now. Like you were like, we were like that, not being able to walk's one thing. Not being right. able to masturbate, masturbate. It's a whole other thing. That's all. So, yeah. And I don't know when I'm gonna get that feeling back. So I have been in in the now. I have been um, practicing on how to find other ways to please myself. Mm, but yeah. but honestly, it one of I loved my vulva. I loved mm-hmm, my yeah. vulva. Like I used to. I would, since I was like, maybe, honestly, since probably I came out, I used to give myself vulva massages every single day. Like, I was just that person. (laughs) Like, especially, like, between the ages of, like, 13 and, you know, now. It was, like, every night, that was just, like, my routine was to give myself a vulva massage. I didn't even Mm -hmm. know that I was doing that when I was younger. And now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, shoot, this is a cool thing to do. I do this. Like, you know, this is something that I do. Um, And I tell other people to do, too. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I find myself stop doing that a little bit now that I don't, you know, feel much. And it's just like, oh, my God, Celine, you're disconnected from your body. Now I have to figure out how to connect back to my body, which I find is a good thing because it's good for my business because I can now I know I can help someone connect back to their body because you're going on that journey. Right. So it's like I, I, I can tell that this journey that I'm on is for other people and myself. So it's like it's a it's a yeah. it's a nice journey. But geez, it's like yeah. so much uncertainty. It feels like COVID. Like, God damn it. Like, yeah. when is this shit is going to be over? When is it going to, you know, like. Yeah. What have um, your medical peeps said? Or is it just like they can't tell you when feeling will come back? Because it's nerves, mm-hmm. nerves take a long time to come back, and yeah. it, it depends on person to person. Like mm-hmm. nerves, it just—it's one of those things. It's, it's like this. This is when they talk yeah. to me. This is how I feel like they're just saying, like, "Well, um, you're you're just gonna have to wait," and it's just like shit. Fuck. So what I are you just want to masturbate. What are you doing to make this time easier? Like what? What are you putting in place to make it okay so that you're not distressed and fucking depressed mm. and having the worst Right. Time? 
Well, I, I, what I did was I allowed myself to go through the depression because I've mm-hmm. already went through the depression. And mm-hmm. I, I understood that, okay, Celine, yes, you went through this depression, but you're going to have times where um, it's going to peak back in. Mm-hmm. So there's times where I'll just randomly start crying and I'll just yeah. be like, look at this. What am I doing? Like, yeah. what is life Why right me? now? I can't even walk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes I'll have those like moments of sad mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get out of it, honestly, I just have to keep myself like busy, but like in not in a like a like, OK, I have to do this, this, that. But no, like because I had to slow down a lot, I realized, OK, when I wake up, I'm going to stretch. Actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. make my bed perfectly like you know i'm going to light my candle see i got my well you probably can't see and but i have my candle like <laughs> oh, you know like yeah. i have make sure that smells I, already important mm-hmm. right there we go boom i make sure i have my lighting like you know i just slow down my yeah. life so much to the point where i get to notice the little things that i like desire and things that i find pleasurable kind of like what mm-hmm. i started off telling you all um yeah. finding like the little things in life and that just slow and that in itself that like routine morning routine is like a meditation because yeah. i yeah. feel refreshed just like as if i would do like a 10 minute meditation because i'm taking time to slow down and and like really please my soul you know so um i'm doing a lot of soul searching and yeah and but in the future we're hoping to be soul snatching because once this come <laughs> back i'm gonna be hopping on some things you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo. i guess you have to mana you have to manifest all the things that you're gonna hop on afterwards oh definitely <laughs> what's the first thing you're gonna do when you get everything back you like hit the dating apps um Mm, the first thing that I want to do once I get back the feeling in my genitals, isn't this an interesting <laughs> conversation? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Uh, help me, what should I do? <laughs> I would say, I would say like a really nice like solo sex session, like masturbation. But like take yourself out on a date kind of thing. So uh, you'll probably figure out that the nerves are coming back because you'll be playing down there and you'll be like... <gasps> I felt something. Oh shit! And it might come back slowly, but you can yeah. be like, right, date time. Take yourself to like a nice place to eat. Dress yourself up. Look fucking good. Come back. Light yeah. yourself candles. Get music on, and be like, right now, it's just me. And like, have a whole session of like pleasuring yourself and exploring your body, and yeah. being like, I fucking took myself out on a date. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be hot. Yeah, if you can. That'd be. That's the one. That's the dream. <laughs> I definitely can. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I would do. I feel like it'll be, it's like monumental, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm realizing that I'm having, I feel like, I really feel like I'm having a lot of firsts again. So it's yeah. just like, mm. when I finally, you know, orgasm, that's going to be a first. Yeah. When I yeah. orgasm with someone else, that's going to be a first. Oh, yes. When I ride dick. You could make this into such a good thing, like like feel like a virgin again, like all excited yeah. and teenagery and oh, like really unsure and um, yeah, because you, you know change most that feeling people, into good. Most people don't get firsts again, so it is actually yeah. a really a it's rebirth. a special opportunity. I guess also as well, like it you have to look at the positives. And I think what you said earlier about your your journey being there for other people as well. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's a really nice way of looking at like a situation that is pretty shitty, but you know, you're gonna help a lot of people in the process and you're gonna learn so much about yourself in this process as well. 
Um, you said earlier that you've been finding other ways to pleasure yourself. Have what? What have you been doing? Has there been like nipple play or? Oh, oh my God! Yes, that you did right there. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, um, a lot, a lot, a lot of nipple play because that I could feel it, you know, and yeah. um. And I'm, and I could even feel like the nerves, like, cause you know, your nipples are connected to your clitoris. Like there's like a nerve that, that yeah. is like connected. So it's like whenever, so what, what I'm, what I'm feeling down there, I would feel sh- like strikes of like electric pulses. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not pleasurable, unfortunately yet, yeah. but I know like, okay, there's a signal being sent down there. Yeah. So that's the positive. Right. So when I'm, yeah. when I am touching, oh gosh, let me not touch it here. But when I am doing, <laughs> <laughs> when I am touching my nipples, I feel the pulse and it's just like, oh shoot. Okay. Keep doing it. Cause we need yeah. more signals. Keep going. <laughs> so I just incorporated, um, like right I do I use a lot of oils when it comes to like I just have like an oil that I would literally like drip and then like have it drip like directly on the nipple like you know just Mm, having things like look aesthetically pleasing and like really tapping into like the the details and this this the sensuality of things um like the slowness of the dripping and you know just Mm -hmm. stuff like that and and like putting words to it so that i can like you know know what i'm doing you know because sometimes you'll just be doing something and it'll just be like okay it just dripped down but it's like no look at the slowness look at how it drifts to the side and then it went right back and then you know like (laughs) yeah Yeah. soaking the moment in yeah yes there we go Soaking the moment in. Um, mm. I've been doing a lot of that. And um, I've been just doing a lot of, like, massaging because that's also good for the nerves and stuff like that. And honestly, mm, yeah. I'm realizing what I've been through is, is like, it's to help people just with everything because um, I'm learning a lot about muscle groups um, and how I need to isolate my muscles to like even stand up and and like you know it's just it's a lot of things and 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 my physical therapist is just saying that people are exercising so wrong and I'm just like <laughs> okay like so like I feel like I'm like learning how to just I don't know like be human like the way that's like that I want to be like I want to feel whole you know and I'm eating right I've lost a lot of weight I've you know like there's just um in, in a positive way because you know mm-hmm. the more I lose weight is the more um easy things are gonna be especially like on my spine and stuff like that yeah. so it's like I'm finding ways to eat better because I want to gain um I want my muscles I want to gain muscles the right way I want to lose weight the right way yeah so I want to make sure I'm eating like lean meats and, you know, making sure, you know, just certain things. And I'm learning it because I also have to have like a nutritionist and there's just, I'm, I have a team right now. Wow. <laughs> An entourage. Wow. You know, like I have a team right now, like a nutritionist, um, um, physical therapist. I had an occupational therapist, which is like them basically teaching you how to like put on your pants again. And, mm-hmm. you know, y'all don't need that. But it's just like I really felt like I and then I have, of course, like a, you know, mental health um, therapist as well. Yeah. So yes. it's like just having that team, unfortunately, like I wish everything could be free so that everyone can have a team. Right. I feel like everyone should definitely um, yeah. have that. But I don't know. I just feel like I am I'm going about life in a in a different way and it feels it feels nice it does (laughs) 
How, how is it like having a platform that talks about sex and everything like that whilst going through what you're going through at the moment? Um, it's actually really, it's actually really difficult because yeah. me, I'm a, I'm a, I would say I'm a fairly horny person and I get turned on by just any visual, like any type of visual thing. Like I, like my mind would just start thinking about like a whole bunch of shit, like, you know, so <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'll be scrolling and I see something super hot and I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> well, hi, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally, like, it, no, for real, for real. Or, like, if I'm, like, even besides, you know, sex with baddies, when I'm watching a sh- television show, or if there's, mm-hmm. like, a mini, even, like, a mini sex scene, like, I'm just, like, it doesn't even right have to be sex related. Like, right, oh, right. Oh, right now, oh, like, I watched a horror last night and I was, like, moist. <laughs> I was like, Listen. chase me. Come to murder me, please. <laughs> Honestly, so it is a bit, it is a bit difficult. It's, it's making me have this self-control that I never really wanted to have. Yeah. So, like, because I'm type, like, if I see something hot, I'm like, okay, let's go, magic wand, let's go. It's yeah, time. it's too yeah. easy to get the dopamine fix. Like, mm, yes, mm-hmm. I'll just run with this and go. Uh, also using um, orgasms as a point of distraction from things that you need to focus on or like poor mental health we all do that that. when we all we all like uh, there's that meme that's going around where it's like am i masturbating because i'm depressed or because i just (laughs) um and we do that and it's trying to yeah just like cry wanking just like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's also figuring out why were we like that was that for healthy reasons are we just like literally like that it's in our dna it's in our blood we can't help it or Mm. are we trying to distract ourselves from something else from poor mental health from bad thoughts from um you know we're just trying to get that like quick little fix because we feel really shit so being able to like being forced to stop and really think about things and actually taking the time out to go like yes I do want to masturbate now Mm. I do want to touch myself is like more of an informed decision you're doing it for the right reasons rather than for the wrong ones and we we end up just like forgetting what those reasons Mm. are no, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And, you know, is is there really a wrong reason to masturbate? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there? I mean, because, like, <laughs> for me, I'm just thinking that it's, like, another version of meditation. You're taking your mind away from the shit that it's you don't want to think of. You know, it's but present. if you are having an adverse, like, effect to it, like, say if after you masturbate, you're, like, crying and you're ashamed and you're mm. feeling like shit, then maybe mm-hmm. you know you need to think about it but like I, I would say in our cases i don't know if it's i don't i don't know but after i masturbate i don't i don't feel bad i feel great yeah. <laughs> i feel amazing amazing I'm like, unless it's a really yeah. really shit orgasm and it's like one of those ones oh like, yeah and you're like oh. yeah, yeah then it's a bit disappointing uh, yeah great that's probably <laughs> the one's fault Motherfucker. no and but, um on my show someone called it an underwhelming orgasm yeah an un- yes. yeah underwhelming orgasm underwhelming an under orgasm so what sure. was what was the point of course there is point so <laughs> you just started a new podcast right that was about mm. motivational messages as well could you tell us a little bit more about that yeah so i just started um i started it because i've been wanting to start a podcast for like the longest but the enoughness sometimes that wave like that wave just lasted way too freaking long um yeah but I finally got out of that wave and um, the podcast is right now is starting off to be like 
um, affirmational like messages to people. So um, I have one that says like conquer the day with baddie or like um, healing from a down day, you know, or something mm. like that, you know, yeah. like different. And they're like um, five to like 15 minutes. So they're kind of short. So it's like um, I'm I want people to use that as their like morning meditation because that's what I, I yeah. that's what I do. Like I listen to like very short snippets of um, someone just talking real shit. Um, in the morning mm-hmm. and then I'll do that while I'm like cleaning or like mm-hmm. spreading my bed and taking my time and I'll just have it on sometimes I listen to it sometimes I don't it's just that it's yeah. just there um so I do that and I just wanted to build something that like can actually help people because I'm telling people okay create a morning routine do this but I need to provide them on the how and like <laughs> like you know like okay I want you all to do this but Y'all asking me, okay, what podcast do I listen to? What do this, you know? And it's just like, why don't I just create it? Create it, you know? So um, I was like, okay, boom. Let me just, let me just um, definitely make this. And eventually I'm going to start having guests and we're going to talk about things like this and, you know, sex and sex, you know, all that good stuff. Because I I also had a show um, on Instagram. It was called The Hot Seat. And oh, yeah. I'm not sure if you all ever looked at any snippets of it, but if whenever you do get a chance, you're going to see that I ask people the raunchiest question. The, ra- the, the <laughs> raunchiest question that I've asked someone was um, how many in ounces? I think I said in ounces. How many um, ounces of cum do you think you've ingested, ingested during a, a sexual years. session? <laughs> So oh my good. god imagine if you could actually find that out it'd be really really weird to know right <laughs> well i'm gonna answer for all of us not enough <laughs> not enough so like i would just ask people questions like that and you know that's gonna be then transferred to the podcast as well because i can then yeah. like monetize it and you know because i want this to be my my you know living i want to this is what i want to do i cannot yeah i am not a nine to fiver um and mm-hmm. like i said no mm-hmm. disrespect to nine to fivers because hey some people like it do they i think that's no no i don't believe some that people i think some people love the routine and like yeah the structure mm-hmm they do and um and that that type of structure will just send my brain into some depression honestly (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so but like doing stuff like this is like fun for me so it's like Mm -hmm. i would love to do this so like that's that's what the birth of the podcast is called it's called the baddie blueprint so (laughs) oh i can't wait to listen to that i think especially after like hearing you today i think that everyone should go and listen to that because i can just tell how like i can just tell how inspirational it's going to be because you're just you just have a really great way of talking mm-hmm. about like it's just it i don't know what it is it's just like it makes yeah, it okay, okay got to, feel, to feel good about yourself like seeing you yeah. feel this good about yourself is always like oh but i don't deserve to feel that good about yourself and it's like well who's who's you're you're only telling yourself that and it is about being your complete and utter true self and and being that authentic what yeah. was it the radical acceptance like it it's it makes it it makes it okay for other people to feel that way about themselves yeah oh we also haven't touched upon um we're going to talk to you about like slut shaming and stuff yeah because i feel like it's something as we, we've all experienced slut shaming i think especially three three women here like talking about sex really openly i think we must have 
all experienced slut shaming when it comes to doing what we do and it's just I guess I mean obviously the reason that we do what we do is to eradicate slut shaming in a way because the more we talk about it the less there will be hopefully Mm-hmm. Yeah, the less le- the less is like new to someone's ears, right? Because yeah. once someone get used to something, they're like, "Oh, okay, it's nothing, right?" But mm-hmm. because it's so shocking to people, especially when they finally like first hear, like when someone first like play your podcast, they're probably just like, "Oh, <laughs> oh." <laughs> oh like you know but after a while they're like ooh, you know like okay turn yeah. those o's into oohs okay so yeah yeah definitely slut shaming is a whole thing and i think it's like it's a it's, it comes from a lot of of course insecurities but also mm-hmm. like we grew up with this like oh men woman we have to take care of them we have to get married we have to do this like kind of mm-hmm. like that like yeah like that religious and the virginity thing like being such like a symbol of uh like they they want a woman who's pure and untouched and like they like it makes them dirty if they have like slept with multiple people i mean it does but in a good way (laughs) (laughs) no like honestly and and i i'm i always say to people that i want to mix um sexuality and spirituality like i want to be able to say thank god for my pussy in the same sentence yes that's what i want to do if i can't Mm -hmm. do that then get me out of the room i don't belong here yeah yeah exactly yeah it should be like it it should be you know if if people believe in god then god gave you uh those nerve endings for a reason the pleasure for a reason you want to be able to like fuck jesus for god's sake it's Mm -hmm. like it's like part of it should be part of religion, not something that people shy away from because it makes things so much more complicated. And because mm. of that, it has like really deep rooted this ideology yeah. around marriage and around sex. And again, slut shaming, toxic mm. masculinity. It's just, it's all intertwined. It's fucked. I mean, everything that we go through, especially with pleasure and like wanting to sleep with people, like is just human nature. Like mm-hmm. otherwise we wouldn't do it and we wouldn't feel like we want to do it. So it, all the other stuff, such shaming is just oppressing all our natural human responses. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's not okay. Cause then the shame comes in and then that's when sex starts affecting your mental health and people start really feeling some type of way. And the more repressed you are like, just shit happens oh shit happens deep shit yes so you know and there's levels to it like someone can shame you for having sex with a lot of people or someone can shame you on your your type of kink or fetish Mm. someone can shame you of how you're displaying yourself on the internet or someone could shame you of just how free you're talking about you know, loving to suck dick and swallow it and spit it back out <laughs> on them and then swallow it again and spit it back on and swallow it again. Right, right. Felt chat with their bum And it's like, is it because, wait, what you said? Felt shit. Felt shit, yeah. Is that, like, I've never heard of that before. Come inside a orifice, I think it's a butthole, and then suck it out. Wow. Mm. Cool, That's right? My dad new. taught me that. Thanks, dad. What? <laughs> not the actual physical move oh my, oh my days ah that's good um Listen. no he, he he made it he dropped in a joke and it was like what is felchie and he's like ah oh, fuck now i gotta explain it right um, right hilarious. there's so much things there's so much things and we because someone is not doing it or they don't understand it then they shame it Listen, mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah. you. 
and we do we do the same like we we think oh i don't shame anyone we all we shame people all the time whether it's like you know in our heads whether it's yeah. um judgment whether it comes out in other ways like we just need to try really hard to let people do their thing no matter what yeah. it is like you just all you can do is control your own thoughts and actions yeah nobody else's that is one of my gifts like for me when it comes to shaming like i i just i try my hardest not to shame or judge anyone like like sometimes people will like you know being in this you know sex environment sometimes people will come to you with some with some some things yeah. and i literally like my poker face is like a one like i'm just yeah. like <laughs> looking that's, at them that's like really interesting right so and it's just normal. like <laughs> i have to really just be like you know what like this that sex sex is so freaking vast like mm-hmm. it's so interesting it's why we all do this right right so it's just like i just try my heart like that's one of my gifts like i can definitely let people you know that's your thing that's what you're into i'm sure there's a mm-hmm. reason i'm or maybe not who knows but i'm gonna let you slide yeah it's so hard though and it's deep deeply something that you disagree with like for example you know cheating on your partner and they come to you and you're like well you shouldn't be doing that but that's obviously the worst way to handle a situation you just have to be like okay cool so understand like, why yeah, they're understand, doing it yeah go deeper ask questions understand how they feel but on that note unfortunately i think we're gonna have to round up celine it's been incredible oh, having you on the podcast i don't want to stop it's been <laughs> so good thank you so much for coming on i'm literally so inspired by you yeah thank you so nice. much i appreciate you all you all are just amazing i love the way the flow of the podcast goes just so natural and y'all keep doing your thing because i listen to i do listen to like some of y'all podcasts and it's y'all just make people feel like y'all they can say anything you know so just just keep doing what y'all doing and i really appreciate you for like considering me for this podcast like oh babe anytime you're doing incredible stuff out there too don't stop and as soon as you get that orgasm please you gotta let us know well, we'll yes. have you. We'll have you back on the podcast oh, yeah. talking about all your fucks. Like, I <laughs> right, please, right. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like everyone is gonna be like, we need an update on how update. what date. Yeah. We definitely need an update, and like, good luck on your journey as well. Um, because yeah, we're with you, and if you ever need to chat, then we're here too. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we're here too. So, where can our curious fuckers find you? Okay, well, curious fuckers, you can find me. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Sex with Baddies, and also sexwithbaddies.com. Um, mm-hmm. YouTube, that's Celine Love 247. And my newest launch on my podcast, The Baddie yeah. Blueprint. Um, and that's where you can find me if you want to book me for any type of services, coaching. I do sex coaching. I do personal development. Amazing. Um, I even have this thing where, like, I call it the baddie makeover. So if anyone mm-hmm. who just don't know nothing, they just come in and then I can just make their life bad. Oh, my God. That's so good. Oh, I love that. You need Amazing. your own show. That should be a TV show. Yeah, absolutely. Show, yes. Stop <laughs> pitching that. Stop <laughs> pitching that. Right, right. So... Yes, but that is that's where you can find me and I hope to hear from some of your listeners. So Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That's hot. Oh my god, wasn't Celine incredible? <sighs> Amazing. I loved her so much. She yeah, I know, I could tell you're like Florence is never gonna stop talking. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
that's a, that's rare <laughs> yeah, that's right, especially with the mood actually you know what like she really brightened my day because I have fe- been feeling very very like down in the dumps mm-hmm. very miserable I think I'm going through a bit of a depression um mm. not clinically diagnosed but it's yeah I feel like I am oh and God, you do some like coaching hearing, with her. hearing everything that she was saying I was just like you know what that like it everything she said was very inspirational mm-hmm. and very like you know what like the thing about it being just like a phase and it coming out of that and uh, that was really great to hear yeah it's just just what you needed that's amazing yeah so yeah, this is why it's really important to talk to people because the people you talk to might be able to say something that can bring you out of that hole and like yeah, good exactly. people not the people yeah. you're waiting on not that like that fuck boy girl that you're like super into waiting for them to tell you the good thing you need to find ins- inspirational people that are going to pull you out yeah of um so also for the for the porn story we are not revealing the next part of the porn story today i know it's such a little cut tease mate all right <laughs> You're going to have to wait a whole other week because we want to like, we want all the juicy answers. And also we only just recorded the last episode, so we don't have time. Plus, <laughs> we haven't actually asked you yet. Yeah, yeah, we, we need some time. So give us give us a mo. But we really hope you've loved this episode. If you have, then yeah. please share it around if you think that the information in this podcast can just help somebody else out feel a little bit better about themselves. Because yeah. that's the whole point. And follow us on our social medias as well at Come Curious, that's C-O-M-E. And our personals at Read Amber X and at Florence Bark. You can also watch this episode on YouTube if you fancy watching it or listening to it again. And yeah, yeah. share it on YouTube, which is pretty cool now. But we will see you all next week. Yes. Yeah, no, you we won't next see any of Thursday. you. You time. always do this. <laughs> But the whole slogan at the end is supposed to be see you next Thursday. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm never going to remember. I think it's wasted on me. I'm going to have to explain this at the end of every single single podcast. Maybe you do. Maybe you will. It's cunt, mate. Yeah, it's just just fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) See you next Thursday, curious fuckers. We love you so much. I like it when you say cunt. Maybe I'll just fake it so you say it more often, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Am I turning you on? Yeah, that's great. I love the word cunt. So good. All right, we're (laughs) going now. Bye. Bye. Love you all. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.